College Matters. My name is Alina, and today we have Andy of Cal, a UH and Harmony alumni. He's a computer major, computer science major? Engineering major. Engineering yeah. major. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, oh, you're fine. Um, so I guess he's, um, we brought you in so that you can uh, discuss a little bit about how you finessed uh, a <laughs> quite large sum from college and how you found internships and uh, you know externships uh, along the way in your college career. Um, so yeah, computer engineering student. I recently just graduated from the University of Houston. Um, I graduated this Saturday on the like 14th, I think, of December. Yeah. Um, so college was an interesting trip. Um, in regard to the uh, the large sum of money that I was able to get out of college, it's all trickled down from the FAFSA. Filling that out as accurately as possible is, mm -hmm. is probably your best bet. Um, some trade secrets is lowball as much as you know. Um, but do not lie, is what I will say. Um, as far as that, I got a lot of financial aid, a lot of scholarships came through, I mm -hmm. filled them out, spent many hours in school and out of school filling out scholarships because I knew my parents did not have the funds to mm -hmm. go for me to go to college. Um, after that, um, I did extra scholarships. So in college, they also offer scholarships. So while you're in going through classes and things like that, some, some professors might have a funding that program that they have that might be funded by NASA or some science program or something like that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are really friendly. So if you get really one-on-one -on -one time with the professors, they're more likely to give you the scholarship because you know they have a face to your name and they okay. know you in class, they know your work ethic. And so what happened for me, I got about, I don't know, 10,000 a semester uh, for science, engineering, technology uh, scholarship just because you know I showed up to class, I sat in the front row, I asked questions, mm -hmm. everyone knew me as that student. And so whenever I applied, she said, yeah, for sure, I can write you a letter of recommendation. Which case familiarity yeah. helped a lot. Yeah, so it would have been a long way to me, you know, not having to really work through college and having much of what I needed paid for. Okay. Um, so I would really recommend, even though you've gotten scholarships, there's always more that you can get when you go through college, especially if you know the right kind of professors, the right faculty members. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are getting board funded money <laughs> um, company funded money mm -hmm. um, endowments and so if you if you talk to the right people you show you know great character you go a long way yeah, universal professors they mm -hmm. have a very large network and yeah. uh, I know that because uh, we did another interview with Universal Houston Hotel and Restaurant Management mm -hmm. and they gave out one million dollars to their own students you know to their own program not regular Universal mm -hmm. Houston students so mm -hmm. it was something extra I mean there's always you know, extra opportunities that anybody can apply to so yeah, and I think um, every college portal has scholarship and funding, uh, an additional portal that you can go to, and it just has a huge data bank of scholarships that you can apply to based on well, need, um, merit. Yeah, to interrupt ahead. you, but like the ones that I've been actually looking for uh, scholarships once I'm in college, and it's so hard to find them, but then everything that I find through UH, they replace FAFSA or the scholarship, the academic scholarship. They, they don't, I don't think they replace FAFSA. They replace the scholarship they already give you. Like, uh, for example, the academic scholarship, right. it's never an addition. Like, they'll make sure you'll only get a certain amount. So how can you, like, um, prevent that or find something else that doesn't withhold your money or something like that? Right. Um, I, I can only speak to kind of, like, my experience. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I yeah. also had the academic excellence scholarship. 
Um, I recently lost it because it was only merited for four years when I was four and a half years. So in this last half year, I didn't get that scholarship. But to my knowledge, I've had the Excellence in Engineering Technology um, scholarship as as well as the Excellence Scholarship. Mm -hmm. So I'm not particularly sure why they withheld yours. Okay. Uh, But as far as I know, they they didn't withheld it. They just like every like under the description, it just says they'll replace it with the academic excellence scholarship like they won't if it if the school is giving you a scholarship they won't give you both of it at the same time like they'll replace one or the other kind of thing so okay in that case i i think my extra scholarships weren't specifically from the college i think they were from my my actual like professors okay their group of people was awarding the scholarship so maybe that had something yeah probably I have another quick question, uh, Andy, about the job growth. Okay. And um, there's a lot of job openings in the, the technology world, the banks and the software developing because yeah. every single year, I believe, close to 20 or 30 million uh, apps being downloaded and somebody has to work them, somebody has to test them. So yeah. uh, what can you tell us about the job growth? Um, there is a lot of job growth presently. Um, I know in the future there might be some kind of end cap for, for you know, new hires coming on mm-hmm. board. But from what I know, right now is a great time to get into it as Oracle, Amazon, Microsoft are all big players, mm-hmm. especially in the SAP market, which is reaching saturation, but there's a lot of potential there. Um, you can also go the, the tech debt route. You can go so many different routes. I know security and networking is a huge position now because of all the scandals with Facebook and security breaches. So there's a lot going on in technology that I really recommend everyone kind of get at. And also cybersecurity is going to be a little bit more popular since the yeah. dark web. I mean, the Google, Facebook, like, you know, that's like regular websites. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other websites. It's called dark web. And there's like, compared to regular websites, yeah. it's much more. So like people are not probably are like surprised and stuff, but <laughs> I was scared, and I've seen the statistics. I was so scared that like the percentage of dark web compu- you know compared to regular you know websites. So compu- I mean cybersecurity is gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a hot major. As we grow to like more five G and more internet, as the internet rises, so the security for the internet will mm-hmm. rise. Because if you have a a Tesla, let's say trying to self park. Obviously, the self-parking feature needs to be protected against mm-hmm. malware, outside intrusions, because that's a self-driving car. Mm-hmm. That's someone's life on the line. Yeah. So as, as much as the, the, the cool advanced technology happens, we also have to secure it from malicious intention. So cybersecurity is going to be a big player. And it, and it has a higher cap mm-hmm. versus the, what we have now in, in and to clarify, so you're a computer engineering major, so yes. uh, so you can branch out That's to right. cybersecurity, international, like whatever that has to do with computer and computer engineering, yeah. you can branch out, right? So is there like special training that you need to undergo, uh, um, certain certifications that you need? Right. Um, that's a, there's a lot in computer engineering because we cover electrical, we cover networking, we cover some cybersecurity, we cover data structure and algorithms, we cover a large data set, we cover math as well. So there's a lot of different areas you can go into mm-hmm. from computer engineering, which is great. Um, so that being said, you can go the electrical route, you can go the software engineering route, you can go the cybersecurity route. Okay. So from that, we have a general base understanding of several different areas and disciplines. 
all it takes is a certification in one area, and boom, you can go that route. A certification in the other area, boom, you can go that route. Okay, what are the, some of the majors, like general majors that anybody, you know, kind of start studying? Like com there's computer engineering, there's computer science, what else? Like yeah, but like to kind of give some ideas to, you know, high school juniors and seniors. The freest resource kind of degree you can get into is computer science, obviously because a lot of free online resources. Mm -hmm. And I will say, um, I never taken a computer science course in my life. I took a four day crash course by myself on YouTube. And that taught me everything I needed to know for an interview with Apple. So given that, there's a lot of free resources that you can get into. Um, so exhaust your free resources mm -hmm. before you, you actually start purchasing boot camps mm -hmm. or classes or certification programs. Or at least kind of to see the options, kind of explore, yeah. you know, which one you are gonna like, which one you are not gonna like. So that's also good data. Yeah, so like increase your data set. Take as much data as you can and make the best judgment after that. So whether that be taking a certification class, I know Google has a, a nice IT certification class. Um, you can go the CCNA route, which is uh, Cisco. You can go um, Jupyter route, which is more kind of uh, Python based. So there's mm -hmm. so many different options. I couldn't even list them all. Mm -hmm. right. What are some of the YouTube you were mentioning about the YouTube uh, channel? Uh, yeah. Is it a channel or like free resources that uh, people can kind of, and the especially like high school or college kids, because even if somebody goes into college, you know, they may not be kind of decide like maybe they haven't decided what they want to do so you know let me look into you know computer you know engineering or uh, software developing you know majors so yeah um, so I'll, I'll give you a kind of a twofold answer for the actual computer science courses is different from software engineering mm -hmm. computer science goes over the the necessities the data structures the algorithms that you need to solve many problems and so it gives you a great fundamental base for translating real-world um, problems to, to code and programming solutions. Um, I use my code school, my which code is, school. it took me about six hours a day for four days to get through it. So I, I really crunched through it, but you can obviously spread that out a little bit better for yourself. Uh, my code school, I think every video is like 25 to 20, 30 minutes. There's 42 videos. So if you wanna crunch out the math, you can on that. Um, also, you can do self-projects. Self-projects really teach you some software engineering principles. So one of them is computer science, which is my code school, and software engineering principles are gonna be any kind of online tutorial that shows you step-by-step -step how to build a website, how to develop an app. Mm -hmm. All that is free on YouTube. You know, you can go ahead and subscribe and they put out content every week or every day about you know, their journey or how to start a project. And project-based learning is really what the companies look for. If you have no other work experience, mm -hmm. projects best that you've done by yourself or with other people are the next best thing if you don't have true work experience. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of free resources, especially on YouTube, which everyone's already on. So I think we wrapped up everything. Do we Any advice do you yeah. wanna give to anybody who might be into interested, uh, interested in computer engineering? Or thinking about it, you know, like people that start college are very unsure of what route they want to take. A lot of them going undecided mm -hmm. or end up changing majors. So is there any advice for you to like um, to give them in terms of staying in their major or just really exploring and 
how soon can you start exploring kind of thing? Yeah, um, you can explore whenever you're ready. Um, for the interviewing process, <laughs> I speak more to it. Um, Leap Code is going to be a great resource, which goes over interview questions, mm -hmm. but kind of tests your knowledge of computer science or computer engineering and software principles. Um, it'll give you practice questions, and that's the quickest and easiest way to learn because that's actually what they're going to ask in interview. I've had some interviews when they've asked me legit the same question that was in the lead code. Oh, wow. So if they're, if you could already practice a question they're going to ask you, I think that's more power to you. Um, some advice I would give is start as early as you can. Experiment. Try this. Try this language. Try that language. See what you like better. Try this software. Try that software. See what you like better. Um, I know Microsoft and AWS are the big cloud players. Um, you can try Microsoft, see how that's going, or you can try AWS, mm -hmm. see how that's going. Um, I would recommend some type of uh, plan or schedule to where you can say, okay, I'm gonna this week I'm gonna try this, next week I'm gonna try this. And if you liked or you take better to something, then move in that direction. Um, networking and computer engineering as far as the electrical side, you do need like a class course to give you lab materials, um, the circuits that you have to build, kind of like the overarching soldering and things like that. That's not something you have mm -hmm. access to, mm -hmm. especially from high school to, to, the, to the college level. So you might have to wait on that, but you can start going over principles of circuit theory. And I know you've taken it in physics already. Um, so that'll be a great look. Um, and then I'll speak towards the career side of it. I was always in the career development office. So I had my resume, but every week or every couple of days, I would go in and check and see, hey, are there any jobs I need to know about? Hey, is there something I need to be doing so I can get the best look for myself in the future? And that's what really differentiated me from everyone else, because everyone else only went to career fair once a semester. And sometimes never. Right. I didn't go to my first career <laughs> fair until my last semester in college. But I had internships leading up to that, mm -hmm. because I was always reaching out to people that I needed to reach out to. Mm -hmm. So I worked with a great inroads network and they hooked me up with my first internship. And they flew me out, interviewed me, and then they paid for my room and board, they paid for me to stay there, and they paid for me to work there. So that's a lot of paying that they did for me. A yeah. Couple of weeks ago, we did interviews at the Career Center at UH and the lady, Caitlin uh, Dyes, she yeah. said, they have 46,000 students and uh, 2,000 showed up for the fall semester career fair. So rest of the 44, like, what's the issue? I mean, they're willing to help, but if you never show up, it's yeah. a problem. I mean, it's your loss. If you go, you know, visit the career centers, you benefit. You are the only one who is benefiting. So you mentioned about, like, start as early as possible. Mm -hmm. So is it the middle school years, is it the high school, or is there a, like, what do you suggest? There, There is no limit to where you start. I started middle school, 13, 14, I was building computers, writing programs. So if I started then, and I'm, I'm here now to tell you that I've signed with a large company with a large offer based on something that I've done for since I was 13, mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend it. Now, if you're about to graduate high school, obviously you can't go back in time, mm -hmm. so start now. But the earlier you start, the better jump you have on the rest of your competition, which is your classmates that you're going to be in class. I do, I do remember the quote from one of the books, Outliers, mm -hmm. Michael Maxwell, and um, he talks about how million, uh, Bill Gates, he started earlier. He was in the middle school, like seventh and eighth grade. So by the time there was like, you know, very few computers and they started coding, yeah. they were coding like up to 20 hours a week. Mm -hmm. So by the time people kind of realize 
how computerism is important. It's gonna you know, be a great business. They already have you know, tremendous amount of experience. So yeah. they started early and uh, yeah, that's the key pretty much. Yeah, because if you start early and you go to college or you go to the workforce, you're, you're in a much better position because you know more and it's easier for you. Yeah. College is a lot easier because I started so early in, in what I wanted to do. So a lot of the principles I already, I already knew about, I didn't have to take time and go back and rehash or restudy or think about how to solve a solution. I already had the solution for most of much of the problems. Mm -hmm. And cool. you started internships yeah. early too because you just knew what to look for because yeah. it was that specific. And the corporate corporate world, you know, they, they practice this same thing. So they wanna, they don't want anybody starting from the scratch. They mm -hmm. want, they wanna see some experience because <laughs> any kind of entry level, they want some experience, maybe up to two years. So they wanna invest in you when you are in college. They yeah. will pay you five, six, ten thousand dollars over the summer in for internship, and you will, you know, kind of get to know the company. They will know you. They will kind of build relationship, and they start investing in you. So. Uh, Definitely they will hire you compared to somebody fresh from the street with no experience. Mm -hmm. So it's too risky, too expensive for them to hire someone with no experience. So they will invest in you if you, you know, if you are kind of smart about the internships during college years. Yeah. So it's very available. Yeah, so like the, the hierarchy of experience uh, would be work experience, um, projects, and then class and coursework. So if you have work experience, you're automatically going to be taken a higher than everyone else that doesn't have work experience. If you've got some projects that you've done on yourself or with a team, you're then ne next in line, and the last person is going to be the person that only has class and coursework experience. Mm -hmm. So take that for what it is, but always strive for work experience. If that's not able to, so it's feasible, then the next thing is to start working on some side projects. Yeah. I do. I do remember talking to the admission counselor from Harvard. Harvard admission office and the, the lady she suggested she came to one of our Harmony events mm -hmm. and uh, she said uh, work as a like work as a part-time experience you know in your field if, the, if it is not you know, if you cannot find anything in your field work something close to it mm -hmm. if not you know work is a you know just regular you know part-time so it will give you the experience yeah so that's very that's important too mm -hmm. yeah. thank you very much Andy and uh, you heard it guys experience is is that's the key that's the solution so <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you very much thank you so much all for right. having me no thank problem. you so much it's no been problem. a pleasure um i hope you all do well in the future and uh progress as far as you want to thank you thank you